able can he he can yes, he's he gonna can. show you the day this is the big finish at Lincoln Lodge we're about to get it on the show so come on everybody and get the show on the road let's get it on the road <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Big Finish Podcast. My name is Jamie Schreiner, and I'm here with my co-host, Beckett Kenny. And we have a very special guest today. Everybody, wow. give it up for Riley Cosgrove. Wow, Hello. Riley. Hello, how oh are God. you? How are I'm you doing I'm so today? good. How are you guys doing on this beautiful, sunny last sunday of july last sunday of july now that last you're putting one. in perspective yeah, that, it's going that's, fast it's it's uh, the whole year i feel like my whole life is going fast at this point it yeah gets, the, every year gets faster yeah it's every, really you know scary. that's actually true no, that's scientifically true, true because when you're a baby like your perception is you're like it's one day so you're like that's been my whole life and so it's like but then as you get older like one day becomes such a small fraction of your life that like you perceive it as smaller and smaller and, smaller and you know until you and so your perception of time <laughs> it becomes it's true it's yeah. true i was like given given this super super flirty fun uh direction the conversation's already gone in i would love to ask both of you how are we feeling today are we flirty or furious I'm furious. I'm furious. But. Oh no, I'm furious too. But. I'm furious. Do you know be, the podcast before you we recorded is going to be a lost episode because of how mean I was to so somebody furious. who I was so furious. I was. I mean, I'm I'm a lot more flirty on this podcast I than I was. I can be flirty other. if we need to turn it on. I mean, I feel like if we have. What two are you furious, furious about? People, What's the most? What just are you, everyone go around and say the thing they're most angry about. Okay. I mean, I can't say what I'm furious about. No, but you can't. No, I can't. L but like, I, literally can't. But uh, we're going to have to just, cut this podcast. It's just life. Just life stuff. Okay. It's also Sunday, so I have the Sunday scaries. Oh, that's real. Mm. And I have a sunburn on my back and I'm, I'm officially at the like itchy part. And uh, that's not fun, but you know, it's not know, as bad. You didn't as put on sunscreen. I did, but I must have like. I am gonna victim shame a bit. I like. I must have just like not missed it because like this part of my back is fine. It's mm -hmm. like the edges. Ouchie. I, the my edges back on is the like edge a, of glory. My my back is like a sandwich where like the the like the crust and the edges are burnt. Owie. Arr! But the inside, the middle is gooey and nice delicious. Nice and gooey, oh. and warm. Yeah. Oh no. no. So. You're furious. I was I was gonna take one for the team. I can be flirty for everybody. If that's how you feel. I do feel you don't flirty have to today. take one of the Hey, if you're furious, we can all just be furious. Okay, so what are you feeling flirtiest towards today, Jamie? Um, I feel flirty because this is like actually very lame and I am really reading myself to filth with this one. But um my friends from high school and I went to see um Smash Mouth at the pierogi fest last night now featuring the new lead sing the new lead singer who is not anti-semitic because the guy um i don't know if you heard the original yeah, lead was... singer got kicked out of the band because he was so drunk that he was like yelling um i'm gonna kill you at like all the people in the audience of this he, he did a show in new york and was so drunk that he was like yeah being anti-semitic and also cussing out great place and trying to be anti-semitic by the yeah. way new york great place <laughs> yeah uh, famously famously very open to that just kidding but um most of america should not be open to that at all and um 
Hmm. But yeah, I, I was able to go in good conscience because there's a new lead singer now. I think, the, I don't remember his first name, but the guy's last name is Goody. And basically, it's just like, I know this is like going to make me sound like a huge cunt. I don't, know if we're, I don't know if we're censored for saying the C word, but there's something about going to small town Indiana that just makes me go like, you know what? I'm actually doing pretty okay. Jamie mm. and Schreiner third. <laughs> I went home like three weeks ago. And so I'm from Western Iowa, but then my parents don't fucking roll your eyes. They have a lake house. Trust me, I'm poor. <laughs> but it's in like Nebraska, South Dakota. And I look at these people there and I'm like, okay, I'm actually not doing that bad in my life. <laughs> Like it's it's fucking dire. I have been wanting to like just rent a mansion in some like <laughs> ti- like like really like cheap state, you know, and just like be, like go and like live for like a week and work from home and then just be like wow my power the fifty thousand dollars <laughs> i make a year now is just be is a million here you'll be the big and i'll just like <laughs> i'll just be like taking private jets you're gonna everywhere. run into that red robin and you're gonna run that red robin <laughs> yeah I'm, I, I'm i'm gonna be like i'm gonna get to be a finest table at, at the just at their local ones. mcdonald's but it um, was, i mean the last thing i the last thing i do want to say about this is it was like I I did feel really really sad that me and my friend had the conversation of like what our strategy would be if there was an active shooter at That's the event. That's the life that we live. That is now. the life yeah. that we live. I was like, you know what? I do think if somebody was stationed on this roof, I would go run into this alley. But if somebody was on that roof, I would go around that corner and like you know basically like my first instinct was to lay down on the ground but then i was like oh i would get trampled so i needed to get to the grass first no, to then need... play dead and that's where we're at as a yeah, country isn't it that's great? well and like so one more thing i was gonna i've actually just started putting this in my act and sometimes it goes well and sometimes it doesn't but whatever i don't care <laughs> like so all these men and they're all let's i don't want to body shame but they're all a little hefty we'll go with hefty and when I was back home, they're all wearing these shirts that say, like, freedom and they like, American flag. And I'm like, bitch, what are you free from? Like, this country sucks ass. Yeah. Like, even though you're white and you're male, like, you could still just get freaking gunned down on the street. I'm sure your health care is just horrendous. I, it's just, like, it's weird. It is I, a weird vibe. I've been doing this um, bit on stage where I'm... <laughs> It's very, I feel like it's a very nihilistic bit and it's kind of flippant, but I'm like, I've been joking about like safe spaces and like, I don't know why safe spaces is the through line I'm using for this, but like just the idea of like safety and stuff and like, and then I'm like, although it's never really safe in America, am I right? And then I just pantomime like, and then I have like a smarter joke after that, but um I don't know, it's just, like, something I constantly think about, like, especially, like, going into, like, a gay club or a gay space. Or, like, Uh. walking the Pride Parade, I remember Mm -hmm. being, like, because a few years ago they were, like, they caught all these, like, neo-Nazis going to, like, uh, who were, like, planning to do something at, like, the Chicago Pride Parade, and, um, yeah, especially in gay spaces, I always think about it. Or theaters yeah. now, movie theaters. Yeah, yeah, I went to the Barbie movie and I was with someone and I literally turned to her and I said, we like, we will be stuck if we don't, if there's a yeah. shooter. I almost Yay. killed the person next to me at the Barbie movie, <laughs> oh though, I God. will say. What did they do? I, <laughs> I like 
So, first off, me and my partner went to see the Barbie movie yesterday. So good. Iconic. Very good. So very good. fun. Love. Yes. Fun. Barbie. Yes. And all of that. And then we are sitting there, and then we, we did bring, like, a doll, like, a kind of spooky doll that I won at a, sh- at a show at the Laugh Factory a few days ago. Well, really, one of the audience members won. We do this thing at Sashay where we, like, bring, like, audience members up, and then, or now it's Key Club, and then, like, they do, like, a lip sync competition. Yes. I've never in my life had it be where nobody even moved a muscle. I mean, nobody moved a muscle. Like nobody they, they just like all stood, like kind of shaking in the back, scared. <laughs> like they, they, it, uh, they looked like like they were like like puppies that you see like in like one like of those like Sarah McLaughlin commercials, like just like crowding in like the back of a cage. Like, like it was. I've never seen people react so poorly to the lip sync thing. And then. We gave them all these like boxes to open their prizes, and this one girl got like a doll, and she was like, <laughs> "You know, like she, I, I was, I was like, she was so scared by this doll." And I unfortunately just don't. I'm not really there. I don't really get that. And and so then I like, she was like, she's like, "You take the doll, like literally, like you don't get it. Like I'm so scared of dolls. Like you don't get, like literally, ask the people I came here with. Like like you don't get it. I'm so scared of dolls." And then I like came back and I like I got like my cope producer like matt and i'm like i'm like matt get on the god mic upstairs and then as i'm saying goodbye i'm gonna put the mic up to the doll and then <laughs> yeah. have, have her say goodbye to the person <laughs> <laughs> it's um, then we brought her to like the barbie movie and we like filmed all these things of like us like celebrating and like frolicking to the barbie movie and um then this guy came up like like a little late which whatever i don't care about that but um they came up and then he was just on his phone the whole time and he kept like looking at like people and kind of like judging and he did not laugh at any of the jokes or cry at any of the scenes and he just like kept like i remember crying during this one scene and like he like kind of like turned like as if like to judge me and then i like through my tears i was like and then i like i kind of like gave a side eye like just like a an, an angry <laughs> side eye of like of like like just like you cannot judge me right now like this i'm i i think that it just was a boyfriend that she dragged there but i'm like girls don't drag your boyfriend to the barbie movie if he's not cool enough yeah. to do it like Ugh. don't do, because i don't want like i get that you're used to your shitty boyfriend ruining your experiences but that yeah. doesn't Preach, mean Breck, that he should Beckett. have to ruin my experiences dude i'm sorry truly like this is our space this is the gay and ladies space yeah for the and, girls and the gays and the days yeah and like get like i'm sorry that your masculinity is so fragile but like not my problem mm-hmm. seriously like if if you're if your boyfriend's a G.I. Joe, leave him the fuck home. That's all I gotta say. Like, if and he, dump him. If he's mm. not a... True, that too. But I'm like, don't... Just... I, I feel like I at the Barbie movie... The thing that made me sad is that I was like... I ate an edible and it like was a little bit too much. To the point where like... You know when you get so high that you kind of dissociate. Mm. So I didn't really get to have like the deep feeling... I didn't mean to bump the mic. I didn't get to have like the deep feeling experience that I'd hoped to have. I don't know if you saw me because I was at like a get together with you. Oh, and yeah. I, had, I had an edible and I was like... 
surrounded by other comedians. The edible kicked in and I was like, oh, I'm too high. And somebody was like, oh, Jimmy, why don't you just like ride the wave? Like this happens sometimes. Just ride the wave. Just go with the flow. And we, we had that conversation and two minutes passed. And I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go like, sit in my car until the Barbie movie. Yeah. So I like sat in my car until I was going to the Barbie movie. And then I get to the Barbie movie. And I loved it. I laughed a lot. But it was like the moments that like... I knew I was, like, I would have, if I was not that stoned and, like, so stony, you know, just out of hand, I probably would have cried. I cried. But I just kind of was like, oh, I'm supposed to feel something right now, which is, like, so yeah. sad. So I think I'd need to go again so I have a second chance at, like, actually being sad. I did I did cry a little bit when she was walking away from the, the teenage girls, which... So fun. I didn't notice this until I saw it in a TikTok video. The the four teens at the table, they're all named after the Bratz dolls. Mm -hmm. The original yes, Bratz. Yes. My, my partner, Hunter, they picked up on that immediately. I didn't pick up like, on that until the TikToks. Yeah. yeah. They were like, they're like, that's the four Bratz dolls. Like Fucking their names. Bratz dolls. Bratz dolls. I didn't get to play with Bratz dolls as a kid. That I, was after my, like, that was, when Bratz came out, I was becoming a like blossoming into womanhood so oh, wow. i wasn't in that era yeah and i cool. don't i don't think i missed out yeah i will say i wish i got to play with brat dolls because i was told that they were kind of like too slutty for me to play with <laughs> and that that's my mom was like they they have like belly piercing they did though yeah i mean so but cool. they are they were cool they were cool and then i I, and then the Monster High dolls came out when I was a little too old. I don't and even know what that Monster is. High dolls are like rats, but like even like they they were like too skinny. Where I was like, oh my god! But I also yeah. was kind of like, they're kind of cool because they're like they're like Frankenstein or yeah, they're they like a like vampire, but they're like brat dolls. Um, but and then um, but I remember Barbies. I did play with Barbies a ton, and I would make like little dresses for them out of like plastic bags or like. I would, um, I remember my mom would be like, if you want a Barbie, like, I can pretend I'm buying it for somebody else <laughs> at the when I was a kid. I, um, this is, I, I realized as, a, as an adult how fucked this is, but, like, we, me and my next door neighbor, who I will leave nameless for this story out of respect for her privacy of not being associated with this shit we were doing. So we had, like, our Barbies, we would, like, pool together to be, like, you know, create these massive scenarios. And then we had one can and basically it was a cult. Like it was basically like the ne the next, next ram shit. Next yeah. ram, yeah. So it was like all the Barbies were in the can cult. And then when we both started getting brats introduced to our like, you know, our situation we were doing, the brats rescued the Barbies. And it was like very, very sapphic. sapphic. I'm like... That's a word that I'm realizing I've read and never said out loud until this conversation. Mm. Yeah, like the brats and the Barbies were like kissing each other and like falling in love after the brats rescued the Barbies from the evil Ken. So my Barbie man, my Barbie land still had toxic masculinity. Like that's what I realized from watching that movie. I was like, oh, even like as the young child age where I was playing, like I still understood from growing up in Indiana <laughs> that women don't get to yeah. run their world. And that's very sad. My Barbies were fucking. They were fucking. They were oh. fucking. Well, my, I had older sisters, so I just like was right. And like my sister had a, and yeah, those Barbies were doing things. Yeah. That I'm not going to say because for legal reasons. <laughs> Some of the things that my Barbies were doing, <laughs> it was insane. And I, and I would later look back and kind of be like, 
<laughs> and it was like, is that okay? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like as, as a kid, you know, I remember too, I had these like, these like kind of this group of like Barbies and misfit other toys. And it, one was like a Lilo, the stitch McDonald's <laughs> to- toy. And one was like a Rapunzel McDonald's Barbie toy, but she was like a pen. She wasn't really yeah. like a, <laughs> Like an actual doll, and then one was like, I got these like charmed action figures. Charmed, charmed. Yes, it was Alyssa Milano, and then they were like all witches, but they couldn't like, (laughs) but they couldn't like, uh, they didn't have like all the same powers. Like one of them could like only do magic through wands. And then <laughs> I were quite a creative child. And I then was what? just having the Barbie scissor and then moving <laughs> I mean the Barbies did scissors but they were witch scissor sisters. You know what I mean? They were like yes. the, one could do wands, one could do potions, one could do spells with like where they spoke. <laughs> anyway, spells where they, they spoke. spoke. Yes. I mean, yeah, we just like saw the Elizabeth Smart situation on the news and oh, just God. went down a dark twisted pipeline. For real, see Elizabeth Smart. She Elizabeth oh, Smart see. was the little girl who was kidnapped, and she like developed Stockholm syndrome. Like she, th- she felt like connected to her captors. Or I might be confusing. There's like no. I mean, I, I, maybe I, she wanted to get away. Yeah, but and it was she like eventually she, did. She did eventually get away. I'm confusing that with like I think that we like had a little like. <laughs> I hate saying cat and mouse situation, but it was like, yeah, like we combined like Elizabeth Smart wanting to get away with like there was another situation at the time where it was like these people were kidnapped by people, I mean women and like held captive, but like wanted like we're there's one where it was like the girl was convinced that like like the guy had made up this whole fucked backstory and his wife was in on it and they convinced her that like she was gonna get like hunted by this organization if she left them. Like they convinced her that like she needed to stay there for the safety of like herself and her family. And we like saw this on the, like it was a thing where it was just like our parents were just left the news on and we saw it. They were it. like, just watch this, whatever. Just watch this, whatever. And it was like- After 9-11 it was game, it was game <laughs> yeah. on. They were like, just watch this, whatever. No big deal. Yeah, and it just like really, I remember I, my mom falling asleep with the ID channel on a few times as a kid and me seeing some shit that like yep. was insane. I remember one in particular. I literally cannot repeat on this podcast what the disgusting things that these ID killers were doing. Channel. The ID channel. My mom loved the ID oh. channel. I remember taking my vitamins, pretending I was sick and watch the ID channel <laughs> home. That was fun. I, although now I, I, I don't know. I've been feeling a little guilty about true crime recently. Really? Uh, yeah, having in a In what l- way? <sighs> I recently had a, an event, and I don't want to go too deep into it, okay. but, like, where something happened where, like, somebody that I knew a little casually was in a situation that's a little true crimey, and it oh, it kind of just made you, like, rethink all of, like, the stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that, like... I don't necessarily think it's wrong to tell these stories of like these crime situations. I think there's a reason that we all want to hear them, and and I, I I think that there's even a value in 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 a lot of in some of the lessons in them mm-hmm. and spreading that information. But there's also like a way that it's like glorified and like you know and and yeah. I, and it kind of reduces people a little bit that like i it, i felt guilty about in hindsight you know Truly. what i mean like thinking Absolutely. you know yeah yeah i think that and i think it's also been proven that it's just like and i mean i feel like this is just so 
base level obvious, but it's just it's so bad for you mental like mentally to I think to consume for entertainment purposes too much true crime stuff like that's been proven. I know that like I personally used to listen to or watch at least like an hour a day per like day of the week. And now I've tried to like dial down to like only listening to a podcast or like watching a show a month just because it's like, yeah, it's supposed to be like make you more paranoid make you more anxious which is like can be good because it keeps you out of dangerous situations but then also it can kind of like desensitize you i don't think the problem people have today though is like being not having enough reasons to be scared to leave the house because i think so many people have just like been so like comfortable in their bubbles of like staying inside recently and and i don't know i i'm just like i just miss the I I've been so like grandpa like anti phone recently of of like of like phones are evil you know they're, <laughs> they're bad for you everything. and you know I've just been feeling the like I miss I I'll also like just post pandemic I just feel like everything's too online and there aren't yeah. enough opportunities to like see people in person you know. Mm-hmm. In like outside of shows or like doing something productive or like spending money or like you know i i don't know yeah there's like less opportunities for just like genuine human interaction enjoying Mm -hmm. time together and also i feel i mean like this is a completely different thing but it's just like there's that idea of like who am i when i'm not online when it's Mm -hmm. just like Mm -hmm. a whole fucking person who has like Mm -hmm. hobbies and interests and things going on like i think that we've just like I mean, it's the nature of our our country being so capitalistic that we've Mm -hmm. made it such a thing of, like, the social currency is, like, so determined by, like, what you're doing online that it's, like, you almost have to uh, take a huge step back from that and disconnect from it to not feel the negative mental health Mm -hmm. effects. It really is negative because, like, you know... I've been in Chicago. I think I'm. I think I'm hitting like month seventeen. So, mm-hmm. you know, I came from like Minneapolis, where like I always had something to do, and then I moved here and I knew next to no one. And it's like when I'm alone, and I still have these feelings. I will like open my phone and I'll see people doing stuff, and, and whether that's they're doing comedy stuff that I wish I was doing, or they're hanging out with friends, and I'm like, I just feel like such a loser. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm alone. I'm staying in my apartment. You're a loser. And then I will order raisin canes and I'll eat it on my floor and cry. But then, like I said, I'll go back to Iowa and I'm like, never mind. Like you're actually doing okay. Yeah, and yeah. you know, like you're not. Yeah, that was really. I know. I like. Now like I'm been flirty. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've been like just like. I have been. I'm like talking about my depressed. I, and I've like, just been like keep going. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love oh, it. Oh no, I'm so depressed. <laughs> it is. I never realized uh, how phallic these are. But it's. I'm but just yeah, so social sad. media is, is a devil. <laughs> oh my god, my tears are making things so wet. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> no, but like I'm sorry. social social media is the devil. The one last thing I'll say too is it's like the thing that's the th- the, the the irony and like the the moment where I have to take a step back and be and be humble and have a little humility is. Probably the people that we're both looking at and going, oh, my God, my life's actually going great. They have people they're looking at and they're going, oh, my God, my life's actually going great. And we're all just just such judgmental little Mm -hmm. bitches. And Mm -hmm. when you realize that about yourself and about everybody around you, I think it's just like 
it's it's so much like the the you know if you drop acid or you take mushrooms everybody has that same dumb what they feel is the most unique thought ever of like oh we're really all the same when it's like that's a fucking unoriginal thought mm-hmm. but it is just yeah we're all kind of doing the same thing in different ways we're all either feeding the beast whether that's you know again like trying to make a comedy career work or not feeling like you're at the level that you want to be at or not feeling like you have enough friends or you know whatever we're all doing that for the most part and and also nobody's posting their unless it's like unhinged but (laughs) nobody's posting like their worst days or their worst moments Mm -hmm. online like i'm not posting myself crying alone on my bedroom floor like i'm posting you know something that i did and so right and if you don't know the these people like you just think that their life is you know is Barbie land and fantastic. And yeah. no one's life is really bar. I mean, some people no. have been able to get through life and be great. Yeah. But even those people are having issues. Barbie's first day in real world days. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, no, nothing is Barbie land. We all just post the best parts of us online. But, and, but everybody has dark family secrets. Everybody has that one family reunion where we walk out the room, there's one less person, and we all know to sh- just shut the fuck up about it because mm-hmm. the DA is already person. looking into us for a bunch of other things. And the thing is, yeah, it sucks in this family, okay? No one's nice. No one, no one's <laughs> nice. But it's better than being out there and being one of those poor fucks, okay? You <laughs> like, know, okay, so we all have, have dark family secrets like that but at the end of the day we just have to realize that it it's okay and no one's gonna tell what happened <laughs> so you don't have to worry about it because no one's gonna tell no one everyone Ever. knows to shut the fuck up about it okay guys also like the planet's about to like explode yeah, so. yeah there's, what's fine and i'd say you know with with everything going on in this world i think it is really important that the listeners at home learn Riley's answers to these four questions I have for Riley. Okay, and, let's go. Um, the first one, I should just look at my notes, but I'm trying to remember from the top of my head. Oh, the first one's fun. What do you feel is your number one red flag? Like with dating or mm-hmm. with people or? I guess you can just, it's open-ended, I guess. Yeah, you could just, what do you think is your red flag? Have you been dating? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's horrible. Um... I think my number one red flag is like when people want you to like immediately like I've had this with dating like they want you to immediately acquiesce to like what they want and if you like are busy working or something and then they're just like not interested anymore. It's like like I'm not a fucking McDonald's drive through <laughs> like I have shit to do like mm-hmm. yeah, I've mm-hmm. had this many times with dating. I don't know if this is just gay guys. It's like they want to go out. And they say, like, what are you doing Tuesday or something? And you'll say, like, oh, sorry. Like, this literally just happened to me. I was like, I sometimes at my job, I have to, like, work later in the day because we have an event. And then, like, it was just, like, never again. And it's like, are we that, like, as a society, are we so used to having everything just that, like, even with dates, we're not willing to wait, like, a week? To go on a date. Yeah, Yeah, that is. I agree. That's a definite. That's, like, the first one that came to my mind. I mean, there's so many. I mean... But yeah, that's definitely one of them where it's just like, can you just like chill? 
Yeah. Like, I'm down to get to know you and, like, go out. Be like, can you just, like, wait for me to have a free second? What's the number one <laughs> red flag about you? About me? Yeah. Zero. No. Um, no. I mean, I'm sure there is one. I don't know. Okay. I, um, okay. I, I think I overanalyze things a lot because I have a horrendous anxiety. Mm-hmm. Relatable, relatable And, like, content. I think everyone hates me. And mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's probably my number one red flag is, like, I'm, like, I literally am, like, that person hates me. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. I'm never going to get booked mm-hmm. there again. Oh, my God, what mm-hmm. did I say? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. When yeah. it's, like, it kind of comes back to, like, what we were already talking about, which is, like, Nobody's really thinking about you as much as you're thinking about you. No, literally, and I've had to be like, Riley, no one gives a fuck about you. Right, like, right. just do what you can. Right, but then you have anxiety about no one giving a fuck about yes, you. Yes, and then you're like, like well, now fucking... I'm... Yeah. yeah, it's like, ugh. Like, I just want people to give fuck about me right now. Right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Right <laughs> Someone call an ambulance. I think that was stroke. Okay, Mitch that McConnell. Was Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah. that was oh like my Mitch god, McConnell. the funniest video of all time. People are saying I'm that sorry. he shit his pants. I hope so. No, literally, I- people are saying and like as someone who uh, shit their pants before, it's I believe it. You're in front I of cameras. Normally, you can't just run. I mean, normally, my ass would have just ran away. I'd be like, I should. Normally, I'm so supportive of people who shit their pants, and I want people to know that. I want you to know out there that most of you, you can shit your pants. I'll have your back. I'll literally cover up your shit cover back. But Mitch McConnell, Fuck I you. want everyone to know that, I, that the reason he cannot hold it is because his his asshole has been poisoned specifically by the evil that he has spread yes. the world. Well, and if you think about and it, he's literally the reason why we're in the Supreme Court mess because he was yeah. in charge of the Senate and he was the one that was like... Preventing Obama's nominations. Yeah, so he literally, like, I have no sympathy for him. I have no remorse yeah. for him. I literally want him to shit his pants, get pants so we can all see this shit just rush on his leg and all of us just go... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice M and M shit stains. Make me cut. Yeah, yeah. Like He's literally, just a vile, yeah, like, vile, vile, trash, just, trash. Just nightmare. Like, like you know when you have your worst nightmare of like being like yeah. you're naked at the party and everybody's laughing at you. I want Mitch to fucking feel yeah, like that. Yeah. That's how I. And I want us to throw things at him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're like throwing chocolate milk and like <laughs> tomatoes yeah. and like just. Yeah, I was like, I was gonna say like spoiled chocolate milk, like just just rotten food. Like I think just yeah. rotting food. So yeah, he just smells like yeah. rotten cafeteria. The 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 cooler broke mm-hmm. cartons mm-hmm. of chocolate, chocolate of two percent chocolate. Anything, just chunky milk. Chunky. And just, I'm checking my parking. Don't worry. That's all good. I um. I'm worried. While you're checking your parking, what's, and what's... Beckett's worrying immensely. I do think it, just circling back to what Riley said about people not being willing to wait to go on a date or like wait for anything. Like you waited for somebody to come back from a war. <laughs> like you right. Yeah. Like, right. like like your like your high school crush would go to war, and you would just like wait. hang around your hometown for five years and wait till he like. That's wild. That yeah. we're like, oh, you can't hang out on Tuesday. Well, fuck this yourself. This has literally like, happened to me. I mean, 
It's bizarre. Maybe if you said like, hey, I can't hang out Tuesday. I literally, I have like a war I have to go to. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I got to go. I got to go figure out this whole Ukraine situation. But I'll be right back. I'll try it. Maybe then, yeah, maybe that'll, that'll convince them. And then they'll be like, oh my God. Oh Lord. (laughs) They'll write me notes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. Write you letters. Big strong man. <laughs> I um, we do have to do the song in a second, but I did have one more question yeah, I wanted you, to ask you, you before you said we you had do four questions. The song I said four. I feel like we're gonna end up doing two okay, because yeah, of how fine. long we spent on that one. But this, we're cutting four down to two because I'm all about being flirty and well, furious I just today. My parking, so, so so you owe me some dollars. How long did you send it for? I will now have an hour. Oh my god! But whatever, it's fine. We should just do like one long. Marathon episode with I'm Riley. Okay. That's I'm just doing a Ouija board. <laughs> I am not scared of Ouija boards. Maybe that's my darkness. That is your darkness. You should be. I'm Everyone should be scared of Ouija, of Ouija boards. boards. I'm oh not my scared gosh. of Ouija boards either. Okay, literally, I just went to this bar and nightclub that they were like most top. I got 10 my tarot read yesterday. Sorry. No, I was like, I want to hear about your tarot, but I was gonna say this place is like top ten most haunted in the country, and I was like you with the Ouija boards, and I was like, top 10 most haunted, I'm not that scared. And then we go down into this basement where they had a well where they did fucking satanic rituals in the Mm -hmm. 1800s. And like somebody on the the tour with us was like, oh, my back's burning, and like lifted up his shirt and had like talon claws on his back. And everybody was like, this was like after midnight. So yeah, basically, I think ghosts are real and I've always thought I ghosts were real, but a, I do think like demonic spirits must be real too because I was really scared. I think that was just a gay that was at Jackhammer the <laughs> night before and he just was looking to be the center of attention. You just want to be the center of attention. Okay, well, that being said, Becca, I do want to hear about your tarot card reading and then we can circle back to the question. But let's hear about your tarot card reading. What were your, what did the, what did the card say? I'm not scared of Ouija boards not because I'm not scared of ghosts, because I welcome the challenge of ghosts. I, I'm a Ghostbuster in training, and I'm going to bust them bust them out. And also, yes, to answer your further question, tarot reading cards. I got one yesterday, and it talked about how I have too many fires in the coal burner, and, and that I could work on that a little bit, and that I might need to focus on some more specific things instead of trying to do so many things. And I'm kind of like, yeah, oh, there's really some don't. things I need to work on and also they were talking about like this new environment that I'm in and I just started a new job and I'm like what so maybe that's a ghost that's what ghosts are right Mm. (laughs) I feel like I feel like what if what if ghosts are just things that you haven't figured out how to overcome yet what if you keep repeating patterns because that's your ghost? That's wow. your spirit in the closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, yeah. We're out of the closet, but now we can need to get our spirits out of the closet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in the closet and they had a lot of skeletons in there. <laughs> yeah. And now I gotta I gotta You're out of the closet, but you left the skeletons in I, there. Yeah. And the skeletons are going, Let us out. Let us out. <laughs> yeah. Help. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. That is what it is, and that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. Wait, what get what are the what's the th- what's the third question? 
I think we're on the second question. Wait, have we not even gotten the second question? <laughs> I'm so we haven't done the second question. What was the second question? I, oh. never, I never asked it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we like, honestly, we should just change this podcast to like the big ADHD. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like everyone Here, listening is getting. rapid fire. What are the questions? Okay. Questions. Okay. Rapid fire. Well, I could say all three, but I was going to just do two. So we're going to do the second one. We're going to. Okay. We're going to do the second I one and then we're going to call answers. it a day. Okay. Well, okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to remember what it was. <laughs> I was just curious of what the questions were. The other questions were going to be, so we we did red flag. We were going to do you got canceled. Why we're going to do? What's your ideal dinner party guest? But the question I do want to ask. This okay. is the one I want to ask. Those are the ones we're skipping. This is the one I want to ask. Okay. Who is your favorite pop star and why? Oh, important. Oh, fuck. Important. <sighs> this is important. Okay. As much as I like. Okay. Hold on. I like what. So I was born in 1992. So I was like six when Britney Spears came out. So I have a lot of adoration for that. Yeah. But, and I think, yes. But if we're going to go, I think I'm going to go with Lady Gaga. (gasps) Rain. Uh, (laughs) Me. Because I just let, I mean, I just think like, I just think she's extremely talented and you know I yeah I just like it's my girl you know she came she's her music came out when I was like in high school and then born this way album came out like that summer I graduated high school going into college that was obviously like a transitional period for me and I obviously went to college and was like immediately like who wants to fuck me in the ass with a dick <laughs> and I was just like it just was a freeing experience mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the same time, I was like crying to Adele 21, even though I'd never been in a serious relationship. That year was a roller coaster, but yeah. it was a fun roller coaster, and I was drunk yeah. a lot of it. But I think, I feel yeah, like- Lady Gaga, definitely. I think she's definitely my. By the way, one time I called like United or something because I had like two accounts made or something. I needed to merge them into one. And I guess I've set my security question is like my favorite musical artist is Lady Gaga. And the woman goes, who's your favorite musical artist? And I said, Lady Gaga. And that bitch laughed at me. And I want to be like, listen up, Janet from United. You are a homophobe. Okay, what what was hers? Yeah, what's yours? Hmm. Hmm. Millie Vanilli? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Slut. So yeah, I killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I hate her. Yeah. (laughs) I do too. But yeah, I think that would be my answer. I think that's a great answer. I, I mean, agree. even you talked about Born Born This Way album. We're around, I say around the same age. I was also born in 92. I'm going to be 31 in What year did you graduate high school? 2011. I, I like, graduated you know, high school in so 2011. So we were like the same experience. Yes. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I was, like, I was like, I want Beautiful. your whiskey mouth all over my blonde south. Red <laughs> wine, cheap perfume, and, and a, a filthy, filthy pout. As I'm like, like you, were, you were in middle school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was in middle school. <laughs> Which uh, aging ourselves, but no, I. So I was like stirring like t- like ten dollar vodka into a Mountain Dew bottle in my in my dorm room. Mm. Like, oh my god. <laughs> but like for real, he's like not gay. I was like really experiencing that in real time yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it was pretty cool also sidebar i went to my my parents i'll do this story really quickly my parents i'm the fourth so they were like we can't do another graduation part like we can't have more potatoes out like we're done can right, we just take right. you somewhere 
like on a trip instead of throwing you a graduation party and i was mm-hmm. like yeah sure i fucking hate everyone i went to high school with anyway yeah <laughs> so we went to new york city and we, like we did all the new york things and we went to letterman and the night before lady gaga was on no, no. not the night before but our guest was Kevin Bacon, who that was good, very dreamy. Oh. Yeah, and there was like, so she's from Lady Gaga's from New York City, so like that yeah. week the album came out, so she's it was Italian like there was like New stuff York. everywhere about it. It was just a very gay experience. Yeah, yeah. that's great. That's great. I, I saw Wendy Williams in Chicago on Broadway. <gasps> oh, I went to Chicago, um, and that's the musical we went to because we were gonna go to Book of Mormon because this would have been like Book of Mormon but it was like crazy expensive yeah and my mine was my uh, person because they always have a famous person mine was Christy Brinkley (gasps) really who's like hot but she wasn't that good I will say my my high school was she like clap if you care how how you doing (laughs) when you're good to mama yeah because she was matron mama (laughs) how you doing oh my death to all of them (laughs) i just i i miss her yeah i miss her too i was just gonna say moment of silence i feel like moment of silence and then all i was gonna add is that an alumni from my high school has I think still is in and like for a long time was in the ensemble cast for Chicago. And so we got to see Chicago because he got us like free tickets when we went on a choir trip. And then I tricked my um, choir trip chaperone into taking us to see Next to Normal. She said, is this appropriate for high school students? I said, absolutely. Because I wanted to see Next to Normal with (laughs) with the original Broadway cast. And uh, I could just see her face just getting red as the show progressed like five minutes in i was like well if you didn't know what mental illness was now you do (laughs) do, good time to get informed okay okay ladies now let's get get information information. i'm gonna try to think of like what encapsulates what we talked about today right now while our beautiful accompanist becca plays something for us thank you becca for hitting it on the keys and Whenever you're ready, you can take it away. And I'll think of something. Every time I'm feeling bad, I just remember there are other people doing much worse than me. Every time I feel bad, I just Remember, there are other people doing much worse than me. Every time I feel bad, then I think about all the people suffering around the world. Oh, yeah, people have such terrible lives. Some people are school crossing guards, and other people work at 7 Eleven. Not to shame these people, they are just trying, and that's probably the gods that they would deal. But they have jobs that probably suck to have. So to and it makes me happy, <laughs> I guess. Because that's what I like to do. I like to think about all the suffering in the world. I like to think about the people who are drowning in the ocean. Ooh, 
I am not like them. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry about the drowning, though. Sorry, yeah. That sounds pretty I bad way to die. I guess I'm drinking this cool glass of water. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna stop now because I feel a little guilty. <laughs> I just wanted to say, even though I can't afford to go to any concerts, that I'm still loved by my family, maybe even a little bit. But then I go on social media and I see all these people doing well And I cry on my floor But then I remember that I'm probably just doing fine Then I go outside, go to the beach and I'm hanging with my friends But then I get sunburned and now my back really hurts But then I go home and I just repeat the cycle But it doesn't matter cause all these people are doing worse than me then me Ooh, then me Yeah Ooh, they all suck so Every much Every time I feel bad I, feel I just remember positive That worse than me Every time I feel bad I just oh, yeah, remember oh, yeah, oh, yeah. There are other people doing much worse, worse than, than me, me. Oh, but Every time I feel bad just Who is the one person like that three decades nobody ago, women could is doing worse than this person because Every time they're the I absolutely bad, worst person? Just Who is the worst, the worst person? Does anybody know the worst ago, person? I could be Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Every time could I feel bad, Mitch McConnell. I just remember other people Who doing his much worse than me. Fuck you, Mitch Every McConnell. They probably would have given me a lobotomy. Botomy. Oh, people say I'm kind of botomy <laughs> on the low. <laughs> <laughs> and on the high. Bye, Barbie. Bye. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Thank you so much, Becca. Yo. That was beautiful. That was Riley, you killed that. I loved I'm your verse. That was yes, so great. Yes, yes. Riley, where can the, the people listening or watching find you? Um, so online? on Instagram, I think it's Riley underscore underscore Cosgrove because this fucking asshole, like 12-year-old in Boston. Well, she's probably 20 now. I've been in like a 10-year <laughs> battle with her because she has Riley Cosgrove and she stole it from yeah. me. And like, I don't want to be mean or cross, but I hope she disappears because I would like that handle back. But you know, if, if her account gets deleted, then you but don't get it. my TikTok, which I literally am looking right now, I'm such a professional, you guys, it's no big deal. I'm pretty sure it's Riley Cosgrove Comedy. Oh, be quiet. Um, yeah, Riley Cosgrove Comedy is where people can find me when I get my, I try to put clips up. I don't edit them on my own because I'm too lazy and I don't have a lot of time. So I'm waiting for like five clips, but. Hell yeah. We all know that game. Yes. But yeah, that. that's where know people that. can find me. I don't really tweet because I'm waiting for that to like collapse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Same. I haven't joined threads yet because I'm scared. Okay. So, sure. yeah. So love, love. Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll put, we'll, we'll have all of that in the show notes. I was burping as I said that. Sorry. Um, and yeah, just thanks for yeah, tuning thank in. Thank you so much. And thank you, Christine. Thank you, the Lincoln Lodge Podcast Studio. Thank we'll you, see y'all next time. One more Bye. Bye. Peace. This is the big finish at Lincoln Lodge. We're about to get it on the show. 
So come on, everybody, and get the show on the road. Let's get it on the road.